The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we are focusing on the city of Murfreesboro, the heart of Tennessee, absolutely. And our guest this morning from the Murfreesboro City Council, Taylor White. Taylor, good morning to you. Sean Wright. Sean, excuse me. <laughs> now, how is Taylor related to you? He's my uncle. Your uncle, okay. Uh, <laughs> do you get called Taylor ever? No, I get called David. My, my dad's David, so uh, his Taylor's younger brother. I get called David quite a bit. Okay. Sorry about that, Sean. Not a problem. <laughs> it's good to have you with us today. Thanks for having me, Bart. Now, this uh, is your first round on the council. Uh, how long have you been a member, and are you glad you ran? I'm three years in, and I'm glad I ran. So is it all you thought it would be? All I thought I, it would be and more. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Well, let's look at some of the issues that uh, Murfreesboro is facing right now, and talk about some of those. Have you been surprised with any of the outcomes of, of things you've dealt with on the council? Uh, somewhat. There's some things that uh, that are, are really public in, in the public's eye that, that uh, I would think would be easy decisions and, and things like that, and some things that are very hard decisions that, that may not on the surface look like hard decisions. And so when you come across things like uh, well, one of the issues we were going to talk about today is One College LLC. That's the old Methodist church. If, you know, a lot of people, they hear that. Well, what is that? Uh, when did that begin? The city bought the land from the Methodist church because they wanted to be sure that it was developed Correct. in the way that, that they wanted it developed. Right. Uh, and how long ago was that? It was about 2016, and the, the developer that owns it now bought it in, what, around 2018, I would think. Okay, so you would have thought that something would have happened by uh, now. Absolutely. Uh, they have changed their plan. They've amended their plans once. It came through planning and council, and it got approved during COVID. They had to change their plans, take the hotel out, make some other changes. Uh during COVID, it was hard to get a hotel approved, so they had to take the hotel out. And uh, now they're trying to make different changes. We'll see how those go and see if it's something that can come out of the ground. What changes are they asking for now? I have not seen the revised plan, so I can't speak on what they are changing. Uh, I heard one rumor that they wanted to add some more apartments, and I've heard a rumor that the current plans have the garage wrapped totally around, so you can't actually see the parking garage. And I've heard one of the changes they want to do is open that parking garage up where it actually looks like a parking garage. Now, the city had a, a public parking lot there. And when the land was purchased, that was all closed off, uh, fenced in. And so the city has been without that needed space for, for several years now. Absolutely. Uh, it, and the, the space is still there, but it, we had asked the mayor uh, last time, well, why don't you just use the space because it's still there and paved? And he said, it's not our land anymore. It's not our land. They owned it. I, I've asked uh, the city manager to find out if they could just, even if they're not going to get anything out of the ground vertical, what if they could take the fences down, just pave the whole lot and make it a parking lot for now until they can get vertical. That way we could have some extra parking downtown. Is that a crucial problem, the parking? 
I, I, I work downtown. I'm here all the time. It, it seems like there are times when there's crucial parking, and you go into the two, the city parking lot for sure. There's always parking available at the city parking lot. There, it may not be that there's parking available directly where you, in front of where you're shopping or going, though. And that is important because people don't like to walk a that, long distance, and, and our main goal is to make sure that the businesses downtown do uh, are accessible to customers. Absolutely. <laughs> that's, uh, that's one of the things about keeping our downtown strong. Uh, any thoughts on, there's been always talks about putting in parking meters to reduce the time that people park downtown. Uh, has that come up lately? We are in a study about downtown parking and the downtown traffic flow currently, so we will see what comes out as far as that study goes about parking and, and the flow of traffic as well. And in that traffic flow, we keep hearing rumors that they are considering some one-way streets to make the traffic flow more easily. That seems to be what a lot of cities have done, but we've never done it here. Uh, what do you think? And we hear rumors about that coming up again. I've heard that rumor. I have not seen it substantiated in anything, but I've heard that rumor. Okay. Uh, as far as parking, and we've got a listener who's asking this right now. They say they live on Spring Street and traffic there, they said, is pretty rough. But the worst thing is people parking on both sides of the street, and it just uh, makes it treacherous to drive through, especially at night. You don't always see the cars parked, and uh, they're causing a traffic hazard. Uh, have you heard anyone complain about that? Uh, we uh, we had went through this on Church Street about a year ago, so I will have uh, the city police department look at that on spring. <clears throat> when those people park on both sides, it, it is really dangerous. I drive down Spring Street every single day, and when there are par- people parked on both sides, it is very treacherous to drive two cars in both direct, one car in each direction going towards each other. And the person has just added something to their text, and they're saying that uh, at this time of the year when we're piling debris, leaves, and things of that sort out on the street to be picked up, it adds to it even more, makes it even harder to get down the streets. Totally agree. So, uh, and that brings us right into another thing, uh, and that is the city of Murfreesboro's uh, delivery or picking up of leaves and debris this time of the year. It is fall. That's right. <laughs> or about to be. <laughs> That's right. Uh, get get your, your leaves bagged up or, or raked to the straight big pile and the little vacuum thing. Come by and pick them up. And that is really a neat service. You don't see many cities offering that service. No, you don't. It's, it's still a, a great thing to, that the city of Murfreesboro is able to uh, provide. We have a, a listener here who's asking about uh, any updates on the minor league baseball team. They said that they were excited to see that as a possibility. And uh, if you could also tell us a little bit more about what level of minor league baseball this is. So this would be a double-A unaffiliated team. Uh, we are at the very, very, very beginning stages of this, uh, of looking at this baseball team. Uh, the current uh, the current situation is there's feasibility studies being looked at by both the city and the baseball team. Uh, there'll be an economic impact study that's that will be prepared. It should take two to three, four months, and then we will look at that once it's in front of us. Now, has the downtown renovation uh, especially where the city hall the old city hall was and water department 
Is that what uh, got their attention to want to be over in the Cannonsburg area? That, that's a great question. I do not know the answer. They, the, the going thing in baseball right now is downtown ballparks, other than the Atlanta Braves' new park, which is out in the suburbs. If you look around baseball throughout the country, the big thing is a downtown ballpark, and that's I think that's where they were looking more downtown than necessarily that Keystone project. And, of course, uh, well, not of course, but we were down in Chattanooga this past weekend, mm-hmm. and Ibbotsville, I believe, is uh, right there downtown. It is. And that has been downtown for as long as I remember, but it is certainly a, an, an eyepiece, a positive eyepiece, uh, for their downtown area. Absolutely. No- Knoxville's is now downtown. Uh, also, same same thing. It makes it real walkable. Everybody walks to the games from downtown. It creates traffic to the downtown business district. It puts people in the restaurants, put, p- puts people in the retail. It is a major drive for downtown business. Now, when we talk about our growth, and we are really seeing a lot of growth these days, are we still about to uh, pass Chattanooga in size? I, I think it's, what, five or six years out is what, what the trajectory is for us to cross Chattanooga. And do you really think we'll make it? Do you think we'll be larger than Chattanooga? Let, let's see. Let's uh, let's see how that goes. Uh, we, we have a lot to go downtown. I mean, they say first impressions count. That's right. And uh, when you look at Chattanooga, it looks pretty big. And with, with our downtown improvements... Uh, we would have a different look because our their look is built on something that's been there for hundred years. Oh, yeah, hundred yeah. plus years. That's right. Uh, we've been around that long, but we haven't been a big city that long. That's right. Uh, when do you think we'll actually start seeing some of this conversation that we're talking about? I and mean, we we talk about the uh, one college LLC. We talk about the uh, bank building and their renovations. We're talking about the uh, Broadway development. Uh, we even are talking, uh, mentioning about the baseball, minor league baseball, but we don't see any of that. That's a good question. And, and Notes Live, uh, you didn't mention Notes, but Notes Live is finalizing their uh, financing right now, and they should be breaking ground first of next year. So that'll be one of those keystone projects that gets off the ground and starts going. Then if you get another one of these projects off the ground and they start trickling and snowballing and people really start taking notice. So with Notes Live, that is uh, over across from the fountains on Medical Center Parkway, that's going to be a real draw. That's going to be a venue of uh, live entertainment, uh, restaurants, outdoor uh, areas of music, things of that sort. When do you think, with their breaking ground early this coming year, when do you think they'll actually have a concert? 2025 or 2026. Okay. And that's right around the time that I think I've heard people saying that the downtown development uh, along Broad might be finished. That, that's correct. Same, same kind of timeline. So uh, when you talk to those folks, uh, what what kind of comments are you hearing from them? Is for have they started looking at people to rent space in that downtown development? I don't think they're that far down yet because we've still got to go through the planning commission, the city council, and the processes like that. But I know they're already searching for your the hotel uh, tenant. They're looking at a restaurant tenant, so they're looking at commercial tenants. Uh, Some big big names. Big names. Okay, so. 
once we get those, that's going to draw even more people into Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. What are we going to do about the traffic? Well, the, the city of Murfreesboro, since I've been on the council, we, we've spent millions of dollars on uh, streets and, and seed money to start highways. Uh, you've noticed uh, Franklin Highway going from the interstate to veterans is now six lanes and seven in some places. Uh, that's going to be extended on towards uh, Highway 99. Highway 99's multiple lanes. Uh, they're working on a, another segment right now. We've got another plan for Highway 96 going from in Las Casas from Middle Tennessee Boulevard to Compton. We've got a memorial project uh, to take it widening to Cherry Lane. We've got the Cherry Lane project uh, on the horizon as well and Medical Center Parkway going to six lanes. So we've got quite a bit of road projects that have been approved that are just in the hopper getting ready to go. And another one that's going to take a bridge that will take Warrior Drive over uh, I-24 to Rutherford to kind of get some traffic over 24. So we've got a lot of road projects that it's just going to take time to get them done and, and start moving some traffic around town. Here's a listener who lives, uh, they say, over in the Thompson Lane area. The traffic, they said, is horrendous, especially in the morning and afternoons. Thompson Lane is uh, barely moving with heavy traffic, and they feel that the Cherry Lane extension to I-840 will help a lot with that uh, easing of traffic in that area. When do you think that they will actually see some work on that? That is a city project, uh, not not state or federal we're very close on cherry lane we just approved another segment of engineering uh, about a month a month two months ago so we're very close on cherry lane to start seeing some action and that will connect actually with i-840 that's correct uh about where will it go into 840 uh it's going to go into 840 it's going to connect to broad street a little north of 840 and 840 between broad street and sulfur springs approximately okay and that's basically where that legacy park was initially supposed to have been? In that same area. Okay. And then, of course, we heard in the news last week that that company uh, has filed for bankruptcy. That, that's correct. When did you first get word that they were having financial problems? We, we got word, uh, it, we kind of put a slowdown on this earlier in the year and kind of just, it kind of just, slowed down earlier in the year when we kind of got a wind of there was a wall street journal article about them having some financial problems that kind of slowed the project down right then do you think that that may also be some of the issues that are slowing other projects down have you gotten wind on any of those no i, I think it's, it's just financing's hard right now high interest rates uncertainty in the markets things like that financing's hard so in our current economy so once this financing and the economy gets turning better you'll start seeing a lot more of these projects come to fruition. We have a, another question here from a listener. By the way, if you want to send us your question, the text <coughs> number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Murfreesboro City Council member Sean Wright is our guest this morning. And this person is asking about the interstate has all of these high-tech signs on it. And that was uh, all connected with the high-tech connection along the interstate. This is the high-tech corridor that uh, the state is testing here in Rutherford County. And there was supposed to have been something connecting that high-tech corridor to Broad Street, linking the signals and things of that sort. Has that 
happened? I do not know the answer to that, but I will get it before I'm off air. All righty. Uh, so we'll find that out for you. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. Then we'll continue the conversation. Sean Wright is our guest this morning from the Murfreesboro City Council. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Hi, this is Jenny with Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Ryan's has been here for almost 100 years serving the community. I feel so blessed when families ask us to help them say goodbye to their family. I do everything that I can to make it just perfect for your final goodbye. Give us a call and we'll make that memorial tribute for your loved one and family. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 615-893-7134. WGNS is powered by Tennessee Electric. United Communications, MTE's internet company, is a nationally recognized, award-winning provider of internet and phone services to enterprise-class businesses and residential customers in Middle Tennessee. Find out more at mte.com internet. Weight loss has always been a struggle for me, but thanks to Magnolia Medical Center, the semaglutide injection has helped me to lose 60 pounds, and I've actually kept it off. Magnolia Medical Center can help. This is Dr. David Morris with Magnolia Medical Center in Murfreesboro, online at magnoliamedicalcenters.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders like our pastas and many other items that we used to be able to put them in large pans and now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Thank you. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. This is Chip Walters, and I'll have Middle Tennessee football and basketball games for you right here. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. Cloudy skies here for this afternoon. We'll see high in the upper 70s. South winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, decreasing clouds alone near 53. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 51. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. We're News Radio Hi, this is WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615 615- 893-1450. We got a person on the line. And before we take that call, you have an answer to uh, the question that was asked just a moment ago. Yes. The smart corridor, uh, phase one is all of the I-24 uh, part of it. They're still working on phase one. Uh, the 41 corridor is a future phase that it, no timeline as of yet. Okay. So are they going to have those signs that we're seeing on the interstate also on 41? I, I think it's more or less traffic uh, like uh, so if there's a lot of congestion on 24 they're going to line the traffic lights up on 41 to flow traffic where at least one of the two roads is flowing. Okay that's good because that would help us I think the other morning we were coming in 
and I noticed a whole lot of big truck activity on Broad, mm-hmm. which made me think, well, there's something on the interstate, and they're taking the traffic off of there. Right. So that'll help us out on those days. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Murfreesboro City Council member Sean Wright. How are you today? I'm doing well. Good. Uh, I just got a quick question. Um, it's more about the accessibility with vehicles. And I've been around railroads all my life, and every place I've been in any community, the railroads always open up intersections if they're there for prolonged periods of time. And here in Murfreesboro, for at least five years, this has really stood out, and it's gotten worse. When trains, when they block these different areas off, they do not move. They stay there, and I'm not being facetious. 45 minutes, I had to turn around and go back and get on 840 to make my way back around. And it's one thing for local pedestrians and what have you trying to get through. They have their groceries. I saw bringing that up because I saw an individual trying to get across the railroad track. But with vehicles and cars, it's more important for first responders to get to the other side. That always came across my mind. Like if someone was in a house on the other side of that track, what would you do to, uh, to, I guess, facilitate something like this? Because every place I've ever been in, they've always been told that those trains have to open up for a certain period of time to get people through. Thank you. Thank you for calling. What about Thank, that? Well, it, we know where the trains are located. So if we have an on one one call and and let's say the fire station on one side of the highway can't get across that train track, they would immediately dispatch the fire department or their EMS or whatever on the other side of the train track. So we, we have a, a, a way to work around that. Okay. Uh, is there any way you can work it out with the CSX Railroad? I will see what we can do. All righty. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Sean Wright. Or Sean, yes, how are you today? Hello there. Hello? Okay, let's try that one. You're on with Sean Taylor. Sean Wright. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? We're doing great. I have a question about uh, Memorial Boulevard here. We're talking about uh, sure. riding it all the way down to Cherry Lane. I've been in the Leanna community all my life. And uh, what are we going to do about the traffic coming out of Walter Hill? If it's only going to widen it to Cherry Lane and stop there with the Memorial Boulevard, why shouldn't the county go ahead and pick it on up and carry it on out past Walter Hill School? Uh, that's, a, that's a great question. Uh, we our, our city limits don't go all the way out that far, so we, we, we were, we're going to stop at where Cherry Lane would be. You know, I understand that. I understand that city stopped at, at uh, Cherry Lane, but once you uh, widen that section there back to Murfreesboro, we can't get out of Walter Hill right now, uh, traffic back to back to back. Why can't the county go ahead and team up with the city and carry it on out, or the state, whatever it is now, carry it on out past Walter Hill School since they're going to build new schools out toward Walter Hill? Great, great question. I will check into that. All righty. Thank you for calling. And you may want to call back also when the county mayor is on. That will be on the last Wednesday of this month, the last Wednesday of this month. County Mayor Joe Carr will be on, and you could ask him that question. Our phone number, 615-893-1450. While we're out in the Walter Hill area, let's uh, get an update on what's happening with the Middle Point Landfill. Uh, There was conversation about taking that gas that's being burned off at the Middle Point Landfill and sending it in a pipeline to Atmos Energy. The claim would be that it would heat some 80,000 homes per year with that gas alone. 
How is that project going? Well, Middle Point doesn't, they're, they're a private entity and they don't necessarily communicate with us all their plans and how their projects are going. Uh, the city, we're, we're looking at an alternative to uh, Middle Point, at working with Waste Away to develop something that creates a natural gas alternative and a coal burning alternative uh, that will be located on Butler Drive right off I-24. So we're looking at an alternative to Middle Point. Okay, now the alternative would be recycling, I believe, and taking some of that recycled waste to another location to be, what would they do to it? So, so they, they bring the, the trash in. It's an all, all, no storage. They bring it into the facility. They sort it. Some, about 10% will go towards the back towards the landfill. Uh, a majority of it will be put into a process to break down and, and create this natural gas alternative or coal alternative. And then some of it will be recycled as well. So it's a, it's a project, uh, production model with very little waste now we have uh, talked about different ideas uh, a lot of the folks have visited the waste uh, facility up in Sevier County uh, and and they are turning that waste into uh, a some, fertilizer some type of, type of uh, pellets or something that they burn uh, and are selling them and and their landfill is almost uh, almost empty. It almost doesn't have anything because they keep recycling things. Yeah, it, it's not the same process, but a, a sim. I'm not even gonna say similar. It, it's a it's a something that direction. Okay, so we would eventually get to where we had what 60, 70 percent of our waste recycled. Or? Well, it, sixty to seventy percent put through this program to make this alternative, and then ten percent or. 20%-ish that would be recycled, and 10% would still go to the landfill. When do you think that might happen? Uh, we're in the stages of approvals right now. I think we're looking at 25, 26. That we, we're looking at a timeline that if when middle point would be to close or to go, un, uh, to go away, this would be able to jump in and start immediately. Now, middle point is changing their direction, it appears. I mean, they seem to really want to work with the community. And uh, have you had any meetings with them on these the they topics? They have not met with me. Okay. Have they met with any other council members? I do not have that information. All righty. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. If you have a question, dealing with the city of Murfreesboro has to be within the city limits. Give us a call or you can uh, text us at 615-893-1450. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Councilmember Sean Wright. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. I'm behind some cars right now that are, uh, I thought it was because of school crossings or whatever. And what it is, it's the guys mowing the side of the roads, you know, cutting the trees and everything that needs to be done. You know, the buffer, uh, the tractors are out here. But the trouble I have with this is not being backed up as bad, although it would be nicer from have it after 9 o'clock. It's the trash. There's no one there to pick the trash, and they're just driving over there and cutting all that trash up on the side of the road. Is there any way they can get community service or somebody out here to Where come are out you? here first and pick the trash up? Where are you I'm located? I'm going right into, uh, well, just right down the road from uh, the, the the National Park here on the Nashville Nashville Pike. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. So he's he's 
cutting the grass, but also chopping up trash and making it a well, bigger mess. Yeah, they're just it's, and I see it all the time though. They 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 come through and they just they don't take the trash up. They just start and then you got nothing but litter all over the place. It's diced and sliced, and it just looks like snow out here. Hmm, okay. All right. I'm 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 sending a message about it right now. Thank Thanks, you, sir. Thank you for calling. That that gets immediate help on that one. Thank you for calling. 615-893-1450 is our phone number. We're talking about issues here in Murfreesboro, things that you're concerned with. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Uh, here's a listener who says that I have people going excessive speeds in my neighborhood. I live uh, in the area off of the old Nashville Highway, and they said that uh, we have a lot of children in the area. They're on bicycles and some on trikes, and I'm just worried about the speeding cars hurting some of the children. What can be done? Are, are you? A, I, I, we would need to know if you're in a county neighborhood or a city neighborhood. If I, I don't know, they didn't say. They that. didn't say, and and we could send a patrol out to look at it if you're in a city neighborhood. So if they are in the city, and, and they would know that, I would think. I would think. Just, uh, if you pay city taxes, you're in the city. That's okay. right. <laughs> Just let us know which city you are, and uh, I will get somebody out to look at it. All righty. 615-893-1450. That is our number. 615-893-1450. In the news this week, we saw that uh, the first, uh, the groundbreaking for our first uh, school of, uh, of this type will be uh, done this uh, very soon. Groundbreaking for the school. Uh, will that be in Murfreesboro or is it going to be somewhere else? The charter school? Yes. It is going to be on right in the intersection of Manson Pike and 840. And I think that groundbreaking is tomorrow. Okay. So we will have it uh, right here in the heart of Tennessee. Yes. What uh, impact will that have, this person is asking, on the city school system? Well, it's it's 800 to 1,000 students uh, that can go into that school, and it's not from necessarily county or city, so you, you don't know how that pool is going to be, what that pool is going to look like yet. So we'll see what it looks like. Okay. Is there a chance that if you get enough of those that that would have a negative effect on the public school system? It, it just depends on how they all drain out and how those start looking as far as how they take students from one school system or another school system and from one school or another school or how how that all looks and when they open up will the money that would go to each child be transferable to pay for the tuition to the charter school i'm not sure how that works okay our phone number is 615-893-1450 we're talking about issues that are being faced in the city limits of Murfreesboro. And uh, if you have a question or if you have a comment, give us a call, 615-893-1450. This person says, I have a problem with traffic uh, coming out of my area. We need a traffic signal. What kind of a procedure is needed to get a traffic signal approved? Uh, send it into the uh, this the city uh, traffic department, and they will do a study and go from there. Does that take long? 
it, I don't know how long the study takes itself, but it is a, a, a process that goes through. And there has to be so much traffic to create a traffic signal or a stop sign or, or what there, there's several different steps. So it depends on what that study shows, depending on which step is uh, the correct resolution. All righty. Our phone number is 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450. You were talking earlier about the uh, live notes that's going to be breaking ground around the first of the year over across from the fountains of Murfreesboro. Uh, we understand that there is a new road that's being built right now and should open by mid-January, according to uh, the city's uh, codes department, and that's going to be coming from a roundabout behind some medical office buildings that are across from the hospital mm -hmm. and going on out and getting on to Robert Rose Boulevard, uh, right about where the Bangkok Cafe is located, that there will be a traffic signal at that location. And this will also give access to more of the Stones River, a beautiful part of the Stones River. Uh, do you think this person's asking about the possibility of putting a restaurant in that area? The city is always talking about how they want to be in control of what goes in certain areas. That would certainly be a good scenic location for a restaurant. I would love to see some restaurateur put a restaurant on the river somewhere in town. I, my entire life, I've been trying to figure out why we've never had a restaurateur put a restaurant on the river. I think it'd be great. And we've had locations that are on the river. Absolutely. Uh, that uh, The old uh, uh, Moose Lodge, I guess it is, is right there on the river. But uh, that it must be difficult to open up the back of it or something toward the river i don't know there, there are some protections as far as you can't cut trees down so close to the water and the, the 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 flood way and things like that so there may be some hey i can put a restaurant facing the river but i can't make you see the river there may be some of that but i would think you could emphasize looking at the water all day long oh yeah i, I remember when i was a kid growing up uh, that was a big deal uh in in having visiting towns where there were restaurants on the river. Yeah. In fact, you go to Chattanooga, I mentioned we were there last weekend, and there are many, many restaurants on that river. Absolutely. I mean, it, every town that has a river, you've got restaurants on the river. I mean, I, I'd love to see it in, in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Uh, a listener, here's an interesting one. This is a sort of a trip back in history. They said that they remember the city water treatment plant being on the river right across from where the uh, old Chevrolet dealer used to be. They said it's now a, a part of the Ford dealership. And they can remember when the box elder trees or bushes were in cut into the form of animals. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was back quite a few years ago. Yes, that's right. And, and somebody just brought to my attention, there there is a plan. I don't know where we are in this. There is a plan for a a restaurant on the river on the west side of town, but it's very early stages. Ah, so somebody else is thinking that also. That's right. I, I, it, it goes back a couple of years. I remember talking to the, the guy who owned the land. But a yes, couple of years? A couple of years. <laughs> so what, when you say the west side of town... What is the, a lot of people 
they don't think about Murfreesboro. That's west Murfreesboro. That's north. That's east. What uh, is the west? The the west uh, Sam's Club, Old Fort Parkway, Cason Lane type of area west of I twenty four. Alrighty. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. You can talk or text, whichever you prefer, talk or text. And uh, in keeping with that last comment, a person's asking about some of the work that they see as they drive on the interstate and cross the boardwalk system that goes under the interstate on 24 in that exact same area where you're talking about. Uh, This one is over uh, near... Uh, the uh, it's not Sam's Club, so I'm not. They're not saying what it's near, but uh, it goes under the interstate, and they've seen several big trucks under there working on the Greenway. Uh, what what is that going on? That's a good question. I'm not quite sure where they're talking. Uh, near Costco, I, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I guess that must be near Costco, uh, that general area. Uh, let's see. Where does the, the Greenway does not. Well, yeah, the Greenway does go behind Costco. Yeah, it goes behind Costco and kind of goes under the interstate. and Yeah, over in that general area, probably. Right. Uh, I don't know. I'll find out. So that would be uh, <clears throat> the area. That almost sounds like it would be the area behind the jail, but that's not. I don't think that goes near Costco. Uh, they're reworking the utilities to make them more accessible. Oh, okay. So that's why they're seeing some some big trucks big trucks down because you don't normally see big trucks on the greenway that's right (laughs) these are they said they're 18 wheelers our phone number to answer your questions if you're curious about something give us a shout 615-893-1450 we will be right back sean wright is our guest from the murfreesboro city council Radio WGNS, putting the power of your free speech into action on air and online at WGNSRadio.com. You know, there's a lot of people out there talking about testosterone. You hear about treatment centers everywhere. But do your homework and go to a provider that you can trust, one that's been doing it for years. I recommend Low T Center on Medical Center Parkway in Murfreesboro. That's where I get my levels checked. At Low T Center, they make it quick and easy. Walk in, take a simple blood test, and then with their on-site lab, you get the results in 25 minutes. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, weight gain, or loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels. Low T Center is not like a typical doctor's office where you have to wait a long time to see the doctor. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for men. They have affordable and convenient options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. No need to drive to the center for weekly visits. Right now at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your testosterone level tested. So what are you waiting for? Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. We have guitars. We have more guitars than just about anybody in town. We have electric guitars, acoustic guitars, ukuleles, all stringed instruments. We have banjos, violins. We've got it all. And you say, oh, well, what else do you have? Well, it turns out we have keyboards as well. Do we have drums? We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Adams Place has been a wonderful place. I'm Greg Shannon. 
Our grandkids live in Bradyville, so we wanted to get closer. Greg, what do you like most about Adams Place? Well, the people are amazing, both the staff and, of course, the residents. Everybody we've met so far is just unbelievably nice, just trying to make us feel welcome, you know. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Call Adams Place today, 615-904-9111. We're visiting with Jennifer Sanchez, manager of Steered Straight 2 Furniture and Thrift at 1007 Dr. Martin Luther King.